Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, and thank you for joining us here on another episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan Conroy. And I'm another of your hosts, Bobby O'Rourke. Bobby, we find ourselves at the other end of the Great Horizon. That was a fantastic Greetsgiving, I gotta say. It was our third one overall. What a blessing it is to go through now 30-plus cards with you, my dear friend and co-host. And now I want to throw at you, to begin this episode, a philosophical quandary that might be able to brine our brains with now that we've reached the end of our third greets giving. Bobby, let me ask you, do you think a postcard can be considered a greeting card the way that we know a postcard? Interesting question, and I have a thesis on that, but I want to test it first. I would think a greeting card is any document that offers a greeting. So it could be on a stone Mm. slab. It could be on a piece of paper. It could be sketched into the night sky. But as long as it says, hello, maybe how are you? Happy flag day or whatever. I think anything like that counts because some postcards I'm sure you've gotten, Dan, have long messages on them, way longer than a greeting card would have. And those feel in some ways more monumental to me than just a greeting card that says Merry Christmas signed person. I agree wholeheartedly. Yes, I I have received very heartwarming and well thought out postcards that have beautiful writings on them. They have a seagull holding a hot dog saying, wish you were beer. And that is that that means a lot more to me sometimes than a greeting card, like you said, that might have a nice pre-printed greeting on it, but very little written otherwise. And I just think it's interesting because there is such a distinction with both all different types of post, you know, male history, which, of course, is the most fascinating kind of history we can get into the different designations of paper that we send to somebody else and go here, you you get this to someone I don't know. And the postcard, of course, being, as we know, uh, according to Wikipedia, a piece of thick paper or thin cardboard, typically rectangular, intended for writing and mailing without an envelope. Now, it says a little below that there are novelty exceptions such as wooden postcards, which I feel like I have seen (laughs) copper postcards cards sold in the copper country of the U.S. state of Michigan, which boy howdy we'll get to later, and coconut postcards from tropical islands. Now that one sounds like one that we also should focus deeply on. It sounds vague and scary. Let's just get to the point. But my personal favorite is learning from Ripley's Believe It or Not as a child that you are legally allowed to mail a banana as long as it's got a postage stamp on it. So you can just write write a beautiful greeting on a banana like, hello, maybe, how are you? And then get that to somebody in the form of a delicious potassium treat, unless you're allergic. It better be green when you mail it, though, because you don't want a soggy decaying postcard you know ready for someone i mean it's i wouldn't like i wouldn't like that but i didn't like you know when someone sent me a postcard with ed asner's face on it said sorry for your boss you know i didn't know exactly (laughs) what that was for but it didn't make me feel good and it wasn't even him as santa claus (laughs) no it was not yeah it it was mary tyler moore show in the prime which is a shame because i believe i asked for the roger corman postcard when he was in wait roger corman is he is that who i'm thinking of this is always fun when we play this game of Dan can't remember the celebrity he was about to mention. <laughs> Let's play Can He Remember. Did Dan get it right or was he thinking of someone else? Boom, boom. Don't worry, we're going to edit this in post. It wasn't uh, It wasn't Roger Corman. Roger uh, Moore? No, from, from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Who was it? Roger Rabbit. Hold on. 
I'm actually gonna. Who framed him? Am I right? Mm. Uh, I'm not gonna let us continue until I figure this out. <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one that's got to cut and paste this damn thing, anyways. Uh, it wasn't Betty White, although she was in it. We all know that. Roger Reese? No, not Jerry Van Dyke. Boy, I'm just wasting time on here, aren't I? We only have a finite amount of electrical signals before they run out. All right, fine, whatever. I can't find him right now. If you find out who this, uh, not very it, okay. The attorney general from Blazing Saddles. Oh, um, what, Harvey Corman. Harvey Corman. Thank you so <laughs> Roger much. Corman. Harvey Corman, not Roger Corman. Two very different Harvey things. Corman. Look, I don't. I hope everyone who's listening to this understands something about me. I don't remember celebrity names. I never do. I love their work. I remember that he was in the Star Wars Holiday Special. He played the Julia Child-like character who had like six arms, teaching the female Wookiee how to cook. He sure did. But I don't remember their names. Okay. Going to figure out this copper country thing in the U.S. state of Michigan. Later. Yeah, I have some follow-up questions on that. Um, if you'll indul- okay. indulge me, where is copper country? Do I need a passport? Where's Michigan? What is that? And how do I get out of it? You know, you Michigan get there by plane, train, or automobile, and it is indeed copper country, the upper peninsula of Michigan in the United States, including, and I'm going to say these all wrong, or at least some of them. Keen Keweenaw County, Michigan, Houghton, Borrega, and Ontonagon counties, as well as part of Marquette County. The area is so named as copper mining was prevalent there from 1845 until the late 1960s, the one mine continuing through 1995. In its heyday in the latter half of the 19th and 20th century, the area was the world's greatest producer of copper. So now you know your copper history for the weeks. So you can get off our asses about us forgetting to do that. Actually, it is not only from European or, or white settler Americans either. It says your Native Americans mined copper from small pits as early as 3000 BC on this peninsula surrounded by the waters of Lake Superior. So it is a far-flung copper mine for humans in North America, which is pretty interesting stuff. And people would make greeting cards out of copper? Is that what we're led to believe? That is what we're led to believe, but I want to have a look-see at what the hell that is because it doesn't go much farther than that to tell me. I'm on oldpostcards.com, so if you're there by the sound of my voice, nary you dilly or dally, please go. They have all different types of ingrained postcards, including Beehive House, Cowboy and His Horse, one that just says Seattle. (laughs) <laughs> these are just these are just people who have engraved pictures or, or words into copper and are giving them as greeting cards. I I think those count. Correct. I mean, what, yeah. it's greeting. Is it not greeting you? The only greeting card that isn't a greeting card is blank. That the only a blank piece of paper is not a greeting card. As long as it says anything to greet you, it's a greeting card. I don't understand why you're allowed to send a coconut or a banana, but you're not allowed to send a piece of sheet metal with a postcard on it. I don't understand what the problem is there. I guess my concern is how you get the... I guess you just put the stamp right on there. How do you write on it, though? I think there's... Oh, you know what it is? Oh, okay. So it looks like what happens is there is... Okay, it says here, card has four slots on corners where you can insert your postcard. So honestly, this might be a little bit of a scam. So the copper postcard, if you're seeing it on oldpostcards.com, you'll notice that it is more of like a metal framing for an actual paper postcard that you have to insert into the copper frame so i don't know i guess you can send all of that except it might be a little sharp but that is doable wow so you're building kind of a sleeve out of the copper for a greeting card rather than the copper being the card itself is that right correct it's more of a copper sleeve as it were than it is a actual postcard that you write on which i feel is more of a technicality this feels more like a cheat 
really. Wow. I went on the, the site while you were speaking, too, and one of the first categories that comes up is nudes. In open parentheses, must be 18, close parentheses. Wait, hold on. Don't sh- just hold on. Sorry. Don't keep it rolling, Bobby. Okay. Say something. Uh, yeah, I, I got to talk f- fellows and, and, and fellas and uh, fellexes out there who are listening. The website oldpostcards.com gives us college girls, which interestingly enough is not in the nude category. Tour Where, de are the <laughs> Where are the nudes? I'll found them. Never mind. Artist sign, folder cards. Advertising President USA. I love President USA. He's my favorite president. Halloween. There are yeah. Halloween. Wow, there are ye old Halloween cards, Dan. We were completely wrong. Wow, this is this humbling. is incredible. Thoughts of you from Kalamazoo. That's my personal favorite currently right now oh, of postcards boy. that are college girls. You would think th- that that title sounds a little euphemistic, but a lot of these are just female students with mortarboards on and caps. And this this is a cool collection. I love it. Some of them are Gibson girls. If you know Charles Dana Gibson, the illustrator from the Gilded Age of the 1880s onward. I believe he kept doing it until about the 20s or 30s. Oh. Uh, there's quite a lot of Gibson girls in here, actually. There's one of two students, one male, the other female, just sitting on a football, and it says Yale on it. I bet that was patriotic for its time. Not sure. <laughs> these are cool. I actually quite enjoy these. We have We're to post this. Real... I want to remember when we do the Instagram post, because there is a lot going on here. That uh, This is a treasure trove. We could do a whole episode on this. We certainly could, and we, we might just do that. So if you are on oldpostcards.com, please avoid the grand perversion of the nude category we don't stand for that and instead enjoy college girls there's occupations is one of them there's an advertising postcard there's one section. called large That's letters probably... which is just cards that feature large print either you have a little difficulty with your site or hey maybe you just don't want to stress yourself you know you had a long a long day and a large day keep making it long and large that's for all these people who love QAnon they just get postcards that say Q and they think oh he she the, the lizard lord remembered that's nice my lizard overlord remembered me time to uh drink more sheep medication <laughs> do they drink it or inject it that's none of my business frankly i don't want to know i'm distracted by postcards when you go to pets it's just dogs dressed in suits this is a lot of that dogs unfortunately wearing suits because they don't look too happy about it they never are i don't own a pet but i do know that dogs never look tremendously thrilled to have to wear clothing why would we i mean ha- half the time we don't like doing it so why would they want to do it at all the only time it's a funny to note in the Wikipedia article regarding postcards, because I was looking ahead of time if there was a greeting card overlap that we didn't have to do ourselves. And the only place I could find it was under country specifics and Japan, where you'll find speaking verbatim here of the Wikipedia official postcards were introduced in December 1873. In Japan, official postcards have one side for the address, the other for the picture. Today, two particular idiosyncratic postcards exist, New Year's Day postcards and return postcards. And New Year's Day postcards serve as greeting cards similar to Western Christmas cards, while return postcards function similarly to self-addressed stamped envelopes. So Japan's already beaten us to the punch. Once again. Once again, their technology is the year 3000, and we're still stuck in the golden age of college girl postcards and dog having job prints. And I don't know when we're ever going to evolve from this terrible place that we're at. But if you're hearing the sound of our voices, please support, what was it called again? Oldpostcards.com? I don't even remember (laughs) where we were. Oldpostcards.com. I think my memory is getting worse. (laughs) I need to just have things in front of me if I'm going to do. There's one just called Islands. It's just from, oh, I guess islands you can visit, I guess. <laughs> islands you can oh, oh. visit. This podcast is sponsored by Old Postcards. Got a friend who you kind of talk to? Well, here's an old postcard for them to see. Do you want to show your relatives that you don't talk to often where you are, but not have to do a full-length conversation about what their life's about? Postcards. 
from places you've been. Into smaller, tasteful nudes? Well, have we got a site for you. Oldpostcards.com has got what you need, and some. Did you go to Amherst College in the year 1908 and forget to pick up a postcard before you graduated? Look no further. Oldpostcards.com's got you. Down with the Kaiser. Welcome to Amherst. That was my favorite. Was that a new metal song? Not Down with the Sickness, Down with the Kaiser. Down with the Kaiser. Get up, yeah. you're down with the Kaiser. Good episode of Frasier, too. Yeah, baby, I hear the blues are calling the Kaiser in scrambled eggs. Shall we? Yes. Uh, you, this is your card this week, I believe, right? I've not seen this one. Yes, this is my card that I have presented to the council this week, if the gods will allow it. And if you are one of those members of the councils, or maybe you're a god, an ancient deity that's come to listen to our verbal ramblings, by all means, our Dark Lord, we encourage you to also take time from your heavenly mountain to follow us at GreetingsPod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on Twitter. And by all means, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, because that helps us a pantload. And today, dear Babs, I have a card for us to have a look at that, I'm not going to lie to you, is not going to jump out at you one way or another. You know, we've had ones that are immediate down the toileters, straight to hellers. We have other ones that deserve to be put lawfully on high and surrounded by ambrosia, sweet nectar, and, and fine gilded uh, postcards. But this one, however, is a little bit more in the middle, and I think the discussions will be more in between the lines of both how lovely it is, and how it sort of raises some questions. But, you know, I don't want to spoil it too much before you begin, so whenever you're ready. No, that sounds great. We do tend toward the chaotic, so I'd like to see some controlled, mathematical, even cold greeting cards. I think we haven't done a whole lot that don't offer sympathy or anything. They just say, this is happening, and it will pass, but... For God's sake, keep a step up her lip. The binary greeting cards are coming any minute now. Just one ones and zero zeros. The chat GPT will be responsible for that, I imagine. They will stop using our harsh human languages and will go to their strictly singular computer ones very soon. So I've opened the... I have not opened anything because the front page doesn't need to be open. So I lied to you. I lied to all of us. I'm looking at the front page. <sighs> Canceled. Canceled. It is a... Very calming and lovely watercolor, I want to say. It looks like a watercolor of a bird, perhaps a sparrow. I think as it's going all the way back to episode one. No, we didn't know fish. Bir birds, I've never said, but I don't know birds as well. I I've said on record I don't understand fish. Birds probably fall into a similar category. So sparrow, maybe? Not to interrupt you, what do you think you know less of, birds or fish? I will say for me, while you think about that, I think I know way less about fish. I think I know more about birds. Well, I mean, fish are just seabirds, so I, I probably know a, as little about both of them as possible. And birds are just fishes with wings and more dreams. Mm -hmm. But we have a lovely sparrow here. It's uh, yes. got a white body, black feathers, and a little red breast in the center. And it looks like it's flying through or above very stylized branches. It's very lovely, actually. It's a lot of movement. And it's all on a plain white background. It looks to be somewhat textured paper. And there's a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. I always called him Waldy. He never liked it very much, but that's not up to him. He's dead. Nope. He doesn't get he doesn't get a choice as to what you call him now. I don't care how much transcendentalism he wants to throw at you. You call him what you want. Good old Emmy. <laughs> and the quote from Emerson reads in black text. What lies behind us and what lies before us are small matters compared to what lies within us. Now, listener, you may remember that quote from my rejected high school yearbook quotes. If you recall, I use Homer Simpson's If He's So Smart, How Come He's Dead for my high school yearbook quote. And of course, I was trying to use a Henry David Thoreau quote from my high school yearbook that was flatly rejected, mostly because it involved all those pies he stole on the windowsill from Walden. And instead, I went with Homer Simpson's quote from his high school yearbook, which was, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. <laughs> so in a way, 
we are in kinship with how we've rejected transcendentalism and instead replaced it with Simpsonism, which is a far darker philosophy. Oh, yeah. But the more you think about transcendentalism, it's basically don't be a dick and aren't leaves cool. That's what transcendentalism yeah. really gets down to. <laughs> Watch ants make their things. Isn't this better than war just a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> this was before television, you understand. People didn't have a whole lot of options. Yeah, and radio was not exactly a thing people were doing all the time. That was more of a in case of emergencies thing. Or you learn Morse code like a real dork. <laughs> So yes, Bobby, what, so you kind of mentioned the descriptions of it, but wh- how does this strike you spiritually and emotionally when you first like take a moment to really reflect on the whole picture of it and then sort of then further go into the details? It's very zen. I've, I've found, I find a calming influence. I think it's doing what it's intended to do. I'm not entirely sure what it's going to say on the inside because normally when you get cards like this, they tend towards sympathy or some kind of uh, condolences, but if with an Emerson quote like this, it could be a graduation, it could be an inspirational one, but I think the art is great. It's very subtle. It's not too, uh, it's not overblown the way that some of them are. I mean, those are my impressions. What are yours, Dan? Very similar to that. My impressions are of peacefulness that then transcends, to keep using that term, like. into inspiration and a spiritual energeticness energetic fulfillment Mm. i can't explain why that is even maybe there is just something so artistically appealing to me of watercolors with the more rough texture of the background it immediately reminds me of the music video orinoco flow by enya and of course as you know i start every morning with that i don't do yoga or stretch i just sit there in my bed watching the music video and go well that'll do it now time to go to the soul crushing place uh, bright and early at ten thirty in the morning every morning no ifs ands or buts <laughs> bright and early 2 p.m right when the sun's coming up at least in my eyes and then flatly to bed by six that's how you know you're you're not depressed so there's something really lovely about it i i love the simplicity of creating our little birdie friend here with its fine rosy tuft. I like the abstract design of what could be branches or a nest, but it kind of forces us to look at it a little bit farther. Or it might just be a pleasant design that it kind of is symmetrical in that way. And then a fine Emerson quote. Overall, I just think it was really balanced. And you're right, when I first picked up this card, I was nervous it was going to be a sympathy card because and and by nervous, I mean that's not exactly a card that we would bring up to, you know, rate and review that hard because I feel like if it was, then, you know, there's not a lot of meat on these bones, to be very honest with you. It's kind of just a lovely card. And if someone's going through a hard time, sometimes you just want a lovely card and that would be a fine answer for that. It's what it continues to do that I sort of enjoy about this card. But I, I yeah, overall, it's just very lovely, I think. You know, we learn over and over again that with greeting cards, I think less is more. The more... Yeah loud and bombastic the art is the greater the chance that it either peters out later in the card which we've seen a number of times or you get so overwhelmed that you kind of forget what the sentiment is and this one I have to say starting strong I I hope it continues this way because it's not overwhelming but if it gets less than this it will be close to nothing so I'm hoping that it stays at this level as we continue in further into the card and to go with that confidence and originality make the world go round here if you have something that is confident and and original in your tone for your space that you're given in these greeting cards, I think that is what makes or breaks whether or not you and I are going to like it. Because we have gotten cards that, like Girls' Night, which we talked about during our greets giving, that is bombastic, but it's dedicated Mm -hmm. and it's pretty original. I mean, I really enjoyed the purple sparkly uh, glitter that stayed on my hand for four weeks afterwards. It got in my hair somehow. I don't want to explain why. 
And I would say that this is on the other side of that spectrum, confident and original in its subtlety and its softness and its demureness. Uh, I really it, it stays lovely that way. And I think because we've reviewed so many cards here that are just uninspired, complete, just dreck, <laughs> just really take really taken from someone else's bad idea. Now we have to look at it. So I, I am grateful that we find ones that are a little bit more original. Yeah. And it doesn't include the much more famous Emerson quote, for God's sakes, Henry, stop living on my land and stop watching my wife take off her third petticoat. You should pay me rent. <laughs> Almost as good as his quote that he said right after that. Of course, I believe it's over the walls of Stanford. And it says, listen, I said you could have a slice of pie. Don't take the whole thing. <laughs> and also don't mess with the ants. They aerate the soil. Do you not have a wife or things to do? It's a big gate at Stanford. There's a lot of text. Lot, yeah. it's Well, it's all in Latin, too. So you really can't. No one knows what it says. No. You can't really read it. God, it's awful. No. I hate college. Yeah, me too. Higher, do you want to uh, not go? Blows. More, more like a uh, lower, uh, higher burning. Wait, hold on. Higher churning? No. I wish you What's should, a good one? I wish I went to college. Yeah, me too. Would have been fun. <laughs> Instead, I just stayed in my human cocoon for another four years. Instead, I just I listened to the Enya song from the Two Towers. That was that was pretty good. That was a beautiful song. Yeah. yeah. I spent what was supposed to be my formative college years. I did I did what is called Enya College, and I lived in a castle with just my cats and two older musicians for forty years. You can't spell Kenya's a great place without Enya. It's the motto. Can't. Can't spell Kenya is a great place without you. Can't spell Kenya without Enya. You could have just said that. But it was a big gate. I had to fill up the space. <laughs> oh, is that what it says above the gate of Enya's castle? Yeah. <laughs> can't spell Kenya without Enya. <laughs> that should be the national new national motto for the for the country. Well, let's write them. We'll write them a copper greeting card. We'll see if they take. How much money do you think it would take to ask Enya to write a new national anthem for Kenya and then convince Kenya? That Enya, an Irish citizen who I don't believe has any ties to Kenya, I could be wrong. Go ahead and add us if we're incorrect. How much it would take for them to accept an Enya song as their national anthem. And only reason why they're doing that is because we thought it would be fun to do. Well, we've just bailed out two small banks that were just futzing with people's money. So it can't be a question of price. I think it's a question <laughs> of will. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. If these banks are allowed to stay alive, what the hell? Or why aren't we just making artists do national anthems of countries that their names sound like? Come on. <laughs> How much time we got left on this dirt planet? The sun's only getting hotter. <laughs> Let us have our jokes. I'm going to move further into Emerson College here in this card. I wish uh, you wouldn't. Uh, well, so what lies behind us and what lies before us are small matters compared to what lies within us. And apropos, we're going inside the greeting card. That's what's in front of and us. And it's a blank white void. So, okay. So I feel like this is fine. This is very on par for greeting cards. I have no problem with that. But looking at this in isolation, it is weird to say, look at what lies within you. And there's just blank void i have to say that's a that's a bit of a shocking turn of events when i look at it this way it's a little demanding for a greeting card ain't it like i will be the arbiter of whether or not i decide to look into my personal void and whether or not i decide to look into what lies behind and what looks in what lies in front and what lies in inside that's a personal decision i'm gonna make and i'm not gonna accept it from some piece of cardboard that i picked up while i was also buying way overpriced breakfast cereal so do not tell me while I was getting my very uncomfortable allergy medication, I also picked up you. So don't tell me when to look into the inside because I don't know if I'm going to like what I'm going to see. And that's what makes this part of the card a little unsettling. We can also see there's a little bit of an outline from the bird's nest design on the front page. Yes, You can kind of see there's a bit of an inset 
from that. And I think that creates a level of discomfort because it reminds us we can never go back to where we once were. This is where we are now. We can remember it. There's a nostalgia, and that's what the grooves in the card page here remind us, that there are memories, but memories are fleeting, and they will become cloudier until they're more feelings of a time that you can't quite remember, like a greeting card from a college you never went to. Yeah, with this card, when you go philosophical, you have to back it up. And this card feels like it has to be filled out. I don't think you could just write fine in this card. You know, you have to have some kind of meteor message in this one. It started off too weighty. This can't yeah. devolve into let's go to prom together. Well, maybe it could. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if it's a very somber prom, you know, a, a 19th century theme prom. I enjoyed our somber prom when I went to high school. It was somber a prom. great- yeah, every, every college has yeah. a, Every high school has a somber prom. Hot, hot milk punch- Nothing. The only song they played was, oh, where, oh, where can my baby be? The Lord. That depressing song. We all had to wear morning clothes, just all black. It was pretty bad. And then, But after 30 days, we could switch to gray, which was nice. Yeah. I mean, it can only last so long. But Blank Card seems... <laughs> Blank, I, I feel like this one has to have a message. There must be something inside this card. I really want to see what the next page looks like, because I think that's the stinger, but... I don't know yep. where we're going just yet. I'm feeling a somber mood, but I could be completely wrong. So I'm excited to go to the next page. Okay. All right. Ooh, I'm so nervous. My hands and my microphone are sweaty. Boy, that Yeti really knows how to sweat. It's, it's dewy. A dewy Yeti. <laughs> can't spell dewy without... No, you can't. Enya. It says, and I quote, Dan, I believe in you, period. And above it is a drawing similar to the one on the cover but it's a simple heart that they've drawn in one stroke so there's a little circle inside where the two halves meet okay so it's got the emerson quote on the front what lies before us and what lies beneath with harrison ford no that's not it um (laughs) what lies behind us and what lies before us are small matters compared to what lies within us blank page drawn heart i believe in you period so this is a self-affirmation card. Have we done self-affirmation cards before? I don't believe we have. Not purely. I don't think we've ever done just a simple no. good going kid card. Or... When we 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 never we haven't had an attaboy card yet. And when we have done affirmation cards or cards of encouragement, I felt like they were more pointed at a particular goal or direction or even audience. Whereas the thing I loved about this card is that this is an all utility. This is a sport utility, self-affirmation encouragement card. It feels like it's getting into the realm of sympathy. It also feels like it could be a, like even beyond sympathy, like with deep respect or loss card, one that you would do if you lost a loved one. I was super hoping it was going to say something at the end, like happy bachelor party. Let's get them (laughs) jelly shooters in you. Bill Burr's going on in 20 minutes. And that's what I was hoping the card was going to say. But it did (laughs) just like a a very soft card that says, let's get fucked up, bitch. Drink till you puke. This bitch Emerson loved to party. He didn't believe in in tying yourself down to one thing. (laughs) But the... Instead, it brings us to, instead of that lovely message, it brings us to this lovely hand-drawn doodle heart and just says, with a period in Times New Roman, I believe in you. That could be anything. That could Wide do- Wide open. Wide open. Whether you're going to mid-century college or maybe you're a dog teaching other dogs how to run through a hoop and they're all wearing suits. Either way, whatever a young greeting card is trying to show us- This is a fantastic 
card for those choices. Like it just feels like you can use it for any while. I'd pick up 10 of these. I would for any occasion coming up where I needed to give somebody a little inspiration. It could be as weighty or as light as you want it. It could be. Yes. Yes. I know it's, it could be, it doesn't even have to be sad. It could just be a card where someone's writing a novel and you say, I believe in you go for it. It could be, I believe in you ruin that Chuck E. Cheese. Just make it so it can never open again. It could be for anything that you set your mind to your jersey mics is going to go really well you did open it up across the street from another jersey mics but you know you add a little bit of extra mayo to your sandwiches and you've got that spicy chipotle mayo which they don't have so i think the kids are going to go to you after school more often for their five dollar sandwiches i believe in you you'll do great i believe in you i believe you can fill in that pothole in your street with your homemade asphalt i believe in you i do think you're going to make a really lovely homebrewed beer out of nothing but raspberries it's going to be thick and it's going to be syrupy, but I wouldn't want anything else for my housewarming because you've made it very clear that that is my housewarming gift. That is what you're bringing. You know, I could use some silver. No, it's fine. Never mind. It's all good. You, thank you for bringing the homebrew. We please enjoy the char- charcuterie I made. I believe in you. You can direct the first all white cast of Ragtime. <laughs> oh my god! I believe in you. You can defend singing the song Henry Ford and still say no. This is the best song from Ragtime, regardless of the historical context. No, it's cool. Was he an inspiration for Adolf Hitler? Let's not talk about it. Let's just remember Ragtime. Hey, it's Harry Houdini. He's singing Those Were the Days or whatever that song was. Oh, that's the showbiz. That's what it was. I was too busy thinking of All in the Family, which happens to me (laughs) once a week. Dan's in his All in the Family fugue. I'm in All in the Family fugue. We're going to have to what did you... put him in the cocoon for a couple hours until he comes out of it. It's such a shame that our families were not able to compete against each other with Richard Dawson hosting on the Family Fugue, which, if you don't know, Richard Dawson says an old incantation with goat blood, and then we all go into a deep state and shadow box in a nether realm, and then whoever comes out with their spirit fully intact gets to claim themselves the winner of the Pontiac Tempest. So this card, this is another open-ended one. We have had some of these before. They are completely up to the mind of the giver. Yes. I think it's, you know, it's pretty effective. It, it It's perhaps a little understated, which I know we've said we've not had many of. It's kind of refreshing. This feels like a palate cleanser card. And it seems I nice. I, I My only real gripe, I guess, with it, as far as a gripe could go, that's probably not even the right word. But Let's talk gripes. It does feel a little somber, like a little sad. And I think I believe in you could be such a positive message. But it's the grays and the blacks. And there's really only one splash of color on the front, which is the breast of the bird. This could be a little more cheerful, I guess. But this might just be... For a sick person who needs, you know, some encouragement as they go through physical therapy, just I believe in you. Or it could be, I believe you can finish Hook. You know, it's a long movie. Maybe. <laughs> Is it a long movie? I thought it was easily an hour and a half. I mean, I love that movie as I as I defended on the Divided Films podcast, but it is two hours and 15 minutes, I think. It's it's a bit of a long Wow, movie. that is, no, it's almost two and a half hours. That's crazy. It's that is Goodfellas a long, long film. Yeah. God, that is one whole Goodfellas. That's crazy. I recently got done watching Elvis and, you know, two and a half hours is now like the standard bearer for like a film and it really shouldn't be. It's far too long and I can really appreciate a movie that keeps it at a nice hot 90 minutes. I did not know Hook went that long. That's crazy. This is in no way an original thought, but whatever production company, director, screenplay writer, what have you decides that they're ready to write an hour and 40 minute comedy, the kind that kind of went extinct in the mid 2000s is going to make absolute bank because we're just ready for that length of time again. I want to have dinner at a reasonably priced Chinese restaurant, go to a movie, be home by 10 p.m., say my prayers, 
taunt Waldo Emerson because I live in his backyard and I don't pay rent and go to sleep. That's what I want my life to be. Your prayers are getting longer, too, because your pantheon just keeps growing every time there's like a new thing you're grateful for, whether it's like public transportation or clean water. Like there's just a lot of things. Sometimes you have a really good Coca-Cola and then there's like that's a whole new God. And it's like you got to think like there's got to be a way to like thin that out a little bit around the margins, you know, like maybe there's just an all utility. But that's just me. You know, you enjoy, I don't I don't mean to shun your uh, poly. Uh, your polytheistic uh, ways. Hey, you have, and it's okay. I've done it, and I'm not going to shy away from it. I agree. I would love to go back to, like you said, having a relatively disappointing dinner at a cheesecake factory where it was like, no, it wasn't good, but I did get three days worth of calories. And, you know, for that price, you can't go wrong. I had a burger. And then I get to go see a John C. Riley slash Will Ferrell-like film that just I can ride right up until the end with a fun ska song from Mighty Mighty Boss Tones at the end. I'm just literally describing Step Brothers. And then (laughs) (laughs) I just want Step Brothers to be in theaters again. And is that so hard? Can I not have what I want? I I really mean this too. I am absolutely ready for the slow jam credit song for a movie that has no place in the film, if any is available. Yeah, I mean- when you get to the Peebo Bryson Beauty and the Beast rendition, uh, your your heart just soars. I believe in him. <laughs> I, I give this card to Peebo, and I say, I believe in you. You've done nothing but give me good stuff. Enya, reach out to us. We need an hour and 40-minute comedy that has ska but ends with a very slow jam clap beat song that has no place in the rest of the film. And we want you to win the Peebo Bryson Award, or as we call it, the Peebo, for believing in yourself as much as you have and for that you deserve to win something shiny that you can put on one of your many castle shelves that i assume that you have alongside your other awards for your cool new agey music but you have to contact us before we can you know give you that that's the whole goal for that yeah we, we should visit the peabody museum i heard it's got all the exhibits on peabody bryson is there really a peabody bryson museum i hope there uh, i hope there is let's, hold on let's hold on out. stay with stay with stay us with fair peabody oh peabody museum that's not what i wanted i don't want the peabody museum i don't though. want that no i want the peabody bryson Pe- museum there is a peabody bryson exhibit at the Tubman African-American Museum, which sounds cool. At the Albuquerque Museum, there is works by Peebo Bryson there. I don't know what that means. I'm trying to... Well, it means that there's works of him at the Albuquerque Museum. So Bobby and I, our next episode, of course, we will be doing a live stream from the Albuquerque Museum. We'll be live in Albuquerque. I'm going to want to go to Area 51. Bobby's going to want to ascertain a lot more turquoise studded clothing than we usually wear. I mean, you should see us right now. It's pretty good. We've got a couple of 10-gallon hats and really nice bola ties. But we'll we'll definitely up it on our trip to New Mexico. Yeah, turquoise is the only currency that never devalues based off the crypto market. And don't look it up. Don't at all. And remember, kids, in the fashion world, turquoise is the new black. So be sure to look for that on Netflix coming up. The next Genji Cohen classic. <laughs> kind of going back to what you were saying earlier about the design of the card, whether or not it needs a little bit more color, a little bit more design. I see what you're saying about that. There's something about just the singular red tuft of this fine I'm bird. not saying it's bad. It, it just, it, this seems to me belief in someone who feels down. This isn't belief at someone who's already on the rise up. They need to be picked up with this card, which, you know, there's a place for. No, that's a really good point that it, it doesn't immediate, you would have to really gussy up the inside. You'd have to add a lot of your own personal joie de vivre in order to spin this into positive encouragement, because right now it sounds like you're going through a rough time mm-hmm. and it, and it, 
quickly descends into a sympathy card. It doesn't have the pomp and circumstance of a positive like, you got this, way to go. There's like a little animatic squirrel running around, or in this case, maybe it is a sparrow just holding a sign, but it's like way more Hanna-Barbera looking. And then it says, I believe in you. Right now, it's kind of like a... And, and another reason why, and I was going to mention this earlier... There's and I've mentioned this before in other cards, but this one it strikes even harder. There's something about ending a light, quick phrase with a period that feels weighty. Yes. It feels there's an extra dimension to it that feels like if I don't actually complete this task, there will be darker times ahead than right now. Like the way it's saying it, it's almost like your commander taking you by the shoulders with a pistol in one hand and just saying, I believe in you. And it's like, well, you believe in me to do what? You believe in me to do what? Now go charge that enemy position alone, please. Being presented with like a weapon and being stared at straight at the eyes by a loved one and being like, I know what you have to do. And I believe in you. This is a card for when you have to make a very difficult decision. <laughs> I think that's what it's for. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's getting close to that. It's difficult decision card versus, you know, one that's like, hey, listen, you're going to get through your senior year. I understand, you know, it's tough out there at UCLA, but you are going to be the third or fourth best veterinarian that ever came out of there. So just keep going. Maybe don't hit the waves as hard this year. I know you love surfing, but you're there to study. But you really should be studying tiny animal instruments to sur to surgery. Tiny animal inst instruments to surgery. That's how they say it these days, the kids, the youngsters. At vet school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids are, yeah, tiny, tiny animal instruments for surgery. Is that what it's called? Tiny animal instruments for surgery? That's the minor. Yeah. You can major in veterinary studies, but you minor in tiny animal instruments for surgery. You know, my, my uh, comedy team is performing at a, a small punk band called Tiny Animal Instruments, <laughs> small punk bar called Tiny Animal Instruments. And it's uh, great. I think I was only thinking that because I live near a, a bar that's, that's called something like that. I'm not going to say what it is, but it's, you could probably guess if you live in our area. <laughs> So uh, shall we uh, shall we rank this bad boy? Let's see what we got. Yes. Going so here. Bobby, we've got ourselves just a, a delightful. I think you said it earlier, a palate cleanser, a nice refresher from the wild cards we look at every so often. This one, it can be one fourth inspirational, two fourths sympathetic and then another one fourth ominous. And where with this combination or a combination that you've made up in your own head, where does this rank for you on a fridge? This is entirely dependent on the message inside. So it's hard to rank blank. Hashtag rank yeah. blank. Yeah. Uh, ha. ha. I think I would put this probably mid-fridge, but more towards the hook or the, the pivot of the door. Like not, not underneath the handle where I'd see it most often because... I just get yeah. the feeling that this card would mean a lot to me, but it would kind of remind me of a bad situation I was in. I got out of it, but it may mm. not be a card that I want to see when I'm looking at pictures of people's new babies or wedding announcements or or their trials. You know, they're they're uh, they're having at the Hague. You know, I don't necessarily want to be reminded of the time that I was in a bad spot and I had someone give me a card that said, "You're going to be all right. You're going to rescue that gorilla." And he's going to remember you when you go back to the wild to see him. I believe in you. But he's made it very clear that you it's still not cool to look him directly in the eyes. I know you want to. It's kind of like wanting to pick up a cat and they don't like it. Don't look that gorilla in the eyes. No. Just you're you've you are eating mango in your hand. Give some of it to the gorilla. Let it check you for ticks. And, and if you think about it, that's a really nice thing for them to do. They don't have to do that. That's very nice. And then let them continue on. And then maybe in like all those zoo enclosure videos I like to watch, you can bring your baby to the zoo and then the gorilla will show their baby off. And it's this like fun interspecial moment that doesn't feel at all staged. 
So anyway, that's where my card is. Where's yours? That's a fine place to put it. And I am in agreement with that sentiment where I think initially there are so many lovely parts of this card. I do like its art style. I am a watercolor fan. I like that with a few shapes, you can present to me a sweet little birdie over a bunch of branches. But there is something brooding about it. It's tough to say. Where, yeah, it's to remember a bad time and to have to compare a bad time card alongside, like you said, baby photos, wedding invitations, reminders of recipes for blood pudding that I'm never going to make correctly Mm -hmm. because I remember how tasty black pudding is when a professional makes it. And then I have to learn how to use blood in my kitchen. And if you want a time that's going to make you want to sit and think for 15 minutes, try using blood in your kitchen before mentally preparing for it because it's a real time and a half. I bet. And also there's something that I think would feel very dusty about this card quickly. It feels like it's in a, you know, in a kind of room where the blinds are always drawn and there's not a lot of light coming in. It feels fragile. You know, it feels like you can't handle this card too much. It'll fall apart. Yes, I agree. It feels fragile and it feels stagnant. And I want to, much like an Enya song, have it in small doses. So I would say that as I'm sailing away enjoying it, I would probably put this top right freezer drawer. So it's on the freezer door, I meant to say. Top right freezer door. You put it in the freezer drawer where the where the vegetables are crisp. I've decided I'm gonna put this card in the freezer drawer where the where the vegetables are are flash freezing because I didn't eat them quick enough. I can't I'm not gonna eat that much broccoli. Uh, president quote. And I put it near I put it near the mugs that I keep uh frozen in case I want to enjoy a nice cold brew. Mm. And every time I open the freezer, as the chill hits me. I am reminded of the chill that one can feel when a difficult time is upon them, but there is a scarf that is keeping their neck warm. And no, it's not made out of bird feathers. It's made out of your friends saying, I believe in you. So I can sail away on that beautiful reminder because who knows where the road goes? Um, No one, neither you or your friends, but here's a card either way. And maybe get a map. And maybe get a map. Maybe, you know, there's ways on your phone. Don't know why you didn't download that. Could have gotten Lyft. Did Lyft not download on your phone like for me? Is your phone from like 10 years ago like mine? Hey, if you don't have Lyft on your phone, I believe in you. If you don't have Lyft on your phone, I believe that you can get Lyft on your phone and allow us at Greetings, the greeting card podcast, lift you up. And you can do that, lift your own damn self up by liking us at Greetings Pod at Instagram or at Greetings Cast on Twitter and sending us a review on Apple Podcasts. Bobby, as we take a moment after this to reflect on this, card that can warm the cockles of our hearts but also cause us a little bit of reflection inward which brass greeting card can i buy you or copper which copper greeting card can i buy you i really want the polar opposite of this one i hope it's a picture of former president herbert hoover and it says pick yourself up by your bootstraps and it says it doesn't matter if i believe in you just do it and i will do that for you but in exchange you have to gift me the copper postcard of william howard taft all walrus stash himself and on the inside it says look i know you're going through a rough time but two of us can't be stuck in the same bathtub There's our hour and 40 comedy. It's like two two presidents, one bathtub, <laughs> a, a, a White House full of laughs this summer. Coming this summer, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, two presidents, one bathtub. And they're just like, it's like, oh, the country can't decide between the Democrat or the Republican. So they're both president. Oh, no. Panama. 
Panama. And then the credits roll, and you're just hearing like, if you love me too. Just a real slow jam that has nothing to do with what just happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Aaron Neville and Linda Ronstadt just going like, I don't know much, but I know I love you. Or honestly, like this era of these songs it would probably just be kansas's carry on my wayward son i feel like that feel like that feel like that got overused in the mid 2000s yeah i thought putting it at the end of the the dark knight was an interesting choice <laughs> bobby do you want to take that orinoco flow with me oh man i want to ride that flow all the way to the bad chuck e cheese let's go time to go with the bad chuck e cheese where they always forget to put cheese on their pizza but they've got crews in usa so that's why we go oh yeah bye I am, uh, my patience is being tested by myself because sometimes you have to test your own patience in order to understand others' grievances with you. You know, when you think about it, Matilda and Carrie are the same story. Just, you know, the ending.